It is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021, and you are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up, or should I just say the Stubings and Chum Show for the last three weeks. Um, But here we are once again, ready to grace your ears on a Tuesday morning. It's late night on a Monday recording this. Um, Spirits are high. Matt leaves for vacation tomorrow. Nate is just having a vacation of all time. And uh, I'm exhausted, but we're we're powering through. Nate, could you hit the music, my man? Give me pictures of Spider-Man. I don't know how to read at that point. Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. All right, fellas, how we doing? How we feeling tonight? Oh, so good. Very good. Great weekend. Bueno, bueno. Uh, Little uh, dehydrated from this weekend's events, but good overall. Now, did you end up drinking that keg last night as you were thinking, or like finishing off that keg as as was maybe thought was going to happen? We, yeah, we we I had maybe four beers during the game, the Bucks game, and it was at that point of the day where I wasn't drunk, but I wasn't drunk enough to make my hangover go away. So I like kind of had a bit of a headache, and I was just you know chugging beers and i was also chugging water too but um it was just one of those where one of those days where you're kind of hung over and instead of uh just drinking water you know taking a shower being being a good boy um i was a bad boy and drank more well but not enough to completely obliterate the hangover yeah but enough to keep it at bay which was kind of the thing about like sunday morning i was i will tell you this i was hung over by 8 p.m last night my hangover, my hangover set in from a little bit of hanging out with Nate and uh, Darno, Tomato Boy, Gang Gang. Um, we had a good little shine on, and I didn't realize that's the one thing that really stinks about day drinking is the the, the midday hangover. Like, got back, I was like, I could, you, like, the minute you take your foot off the gas when you're day drinking is when it all comes crashing down. Like, it has got to be a consistent, mm-hmm. you got to put cruise control on, and I didn't. I took my foot off the gas at like 3 p.m., and then it was over. And that, that the rest of the day, I was a shell of a man until like 10 p.m. at night. You gotta be, you gotta be ultra aggressive on the soberness. So you gotta like the, the second you stop drinking, you gotta like uh, drink a ton of water, eat something, and like shower mm-hmm. and or like work out or something like that. That'll like really kickstart your soberness. So that you're, if you really want to like not get hungover in the afternoon, you gotta do you know ultra sober things. Yeah. Yeah. See, I made the mistake of just laying down and not drinking any water or eating anything. I just laid down because we ate too many. Uh, well, Matt, we uh, so he gave some back. Lucy was playing a gig, and Nate and Darno showed up, and we just drank like we drank like it was a Saturday night, which I love. I was all down for. It. We were having pizza, that's great bloodies. Um, and then we ordered the the pizza that has uh, barbecue sauce as the base, pulled pork, cheese, fried pickles, fried onion rings, Carolina barbecue sauce over the top. I mean, my, my, my heart was like crying. My Bloody Mary had a pulled pork sandwich on top of it, and that's how I started. That was my appetizer. Can um, we recreate yeah. that next week? I mean, listen, I'll never say no because it was absolute <laughs> scrumptious, as the kids say. That sounds... I truly glorious. think that pizza was the up there in my top favorite pizzas I've ever eaten. 
Yeah. That was no phenomenal. Shit. Yeah. They, yeah. Shit. Yeah. They knocked it out of the park. I still have a piece in the fridge that I will be eating tomorrow for like a nice little breakfast pizza. Um, couldn't do it today because I had uh, arguably what I would say is like a middle-aged man's case of heartburn. Like truth, truthfully, like did not want to burp. <laughs> like you've ever had that mm-hmm. where you're like, God, not mm-hmm. another one, please, dear God, don't let me burp. And then I would, and then it would just, it would just hurt for like five seconds. I would just sit there and grab whatever I could in front of me and just be like, Ugh. <laughs> it's like, God, I'm such a piece <laughs> of shit. Hey, um, remember when we said we were going to have a guest episode this week? You're welcome. What do we do? <laughs> Uh, we did not get a guest. Oh, I was like, so I, th- I honestly thought someone was just going to join into the Discord all of a sudden, and you'd be that like, ah. cool. I'm sorry to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint. Yeah, you know, yeah, you had me for a second. I was thinking so. Yeah, but, man, what are you do? Yeah, well, oh yeah, we did say that. If we weren't going to get Harley or Jake, but to be fair, uh, let's go ahead and beef on Harley. Because uh, he said, we said we'd record at 9, and he said, oh, well, I figure you'll start at 9.30, which means I can join. Well, guess what? We started right. at 9.40. And he was nowhere to be found. Uh, that guy. So blow him up on his Instagram, all his gay little Hawaii pictures. Just go ahead and tomato, tomato, the, shit out tomato of the shit out of him. Yeah, and, and then make fun of him for surfing. Who surfs anymore? Losers. Losers. Have you guys ever surfed, by the way? Yeah. Love to. I've tried, and I don't like the way those boards feel. Anything with like fiber, not fiberglass, but whatever that is. That, 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 uh, is it fiberglass? It's fiberglass. Dude, that yeah. stuff is so uncomfortable. It's got all the like the makings of rug burn for carpet with none of the comfort, and it's just it is like a, just an absolute pain. We carried it down the beach, and like we were just we were just I was chafed, and my sides were bleeding. It was just not a good situation. I'm not a man who should be carrying a surfboard a mile down the beach. You need a foam top board. It's almost like a neoprene top, so it's like still pretty sticky, and it's kind of soft too, so you can really dig into it. Mm. I just feel like you're a boogie board guy. Like you'll never mm-hmm. graduate to the to the to the surfboard, but you're a hardcore boogie board. Yeah, I fucks with boogie board. And then when it comes to like lakes, I don't even I don't do any of the boards, but if I was, I would do kneeboarding. The only reason I don't like kneeboarding is that they strap your legs over the top, which is psychopathic in my in my eyes. You don't need it though. Uh we we have a kneeboard and we we ditched the strap 10 years ago. And it's way cooler because you can you can like stand up if you wanted to on the kneeboard. If you're cruising around, you can do 360s. You can do whatever on the kneeboard. But if you wanted to, you can like put your hand down, stand up on it, and ride it almost like a wakeboard or surfboard. Okay. By the boat. I think I could probably get more done with that. But in general, just like none of that, none of the water sports really intrigue me. So, but yeah, I, I am. You you've nailed my personality down as a boogie board guy. I'll be honest with you, I'm a body surf kind of guy. I like to take my body and go out there and fight Mother Nature straight on its chin. I mean, I want to take I want to take nature as it comes. I don't need no vessel. I go let my body be the vessel. So I try to, mm-hmm. you know. And when and I'll tell you this from a body surfing perspective, when you see someone of my stature riding on the top of a wave with just their gut, there's something beautiful about that. <laughs> and the beach That's stops true. and they look and it, it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's something to behold. Or be alarmed at, but that's not that's besides the point. Uh, I don't know what else is up, you guys. I I I had the, all these things I wanted to say and talk about. And then my phone died, so I lost my notepad. And at this point, it's, it just is what it is. I'm leaving at the Bud Crack of Dawn to Kawawawo. So what are you doing in Kawawawo? That's, that's Colorado, baby. Uh, we're going to see Trampled by Turtles in camp at Red Rocks. Dude. It's going to be really fun. 
that sounds absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. How long of a trip is it? Four, four days, three days, two days? Tuesday, Tuesday to Friday. Damn. So and quick, also you'll be home for the weekend. Uh, yeah, exactly. Does that mean that next time we see, uh, next time the Tuesday catch-up records, I'll be sitting next to uh, two co-hosts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this. It will, it will. Beautiful. Um, okay, I, f- I figured out what I was going to say. Um, I So I got back from a, a, a certain event where people volunteer to help out younger people. Anyways, I'm at a single-A baseball game. Is that what it's called? Single-A, triple-A, quadruple-A? It's the worst AAA. one. It's like the summer, yeah, the summer travel teams or whatever. Now, there's a few questions I have is, A, how these things even function, right? Because they these players come from like Rutgers University, and then they play on a summer league team in the Northwoods division of the Booyah. They go, let's play out there. Let's play. Hey, I'm going to spend my summer in Green Bay, Wisconsin, playing for the Booyah. And you go, how do you, like, they don't work, and they obviously don't make much money playing for baseball, so they just live rent-free in Green Bay. Like, no wonder there's so many douchebags, because baseball players, let me say this, baseball players might be the douchiest of all sports players. I, you know, you, some people say hockey i say disagree completely it's baseball people say lacrosse i go no they're rapey but they're not assholes well they are but they're not douchey like baseball players are no uh, we were at the fourth of july and there was a baseball game going on right next to the the fireworks area and uh, the game finished and we saw all these ultra douchey baseball kids like they had like face paint on they were wearing like the full spandex suits with like sweatbands and like yeah. huge cleats and like uh, every one of them had a gold chain and like backward sunglasses on their head they are so douchey and which i think is crazy because i feel like back in our day baseball kids were just fucking nerds well yeah baseball's become the like the douchebag capital you're exactly right it's all that equipment and then honestly who chews that much sun seeds or sunflower seeds? They're always chewing right? on something. And honestly, and they think it's cool to chew tobacco, which they're like 17. They're like, oh, I've got to throw fat dip in. It's like, that's disgusting. Your mouths are black. It's gross. So that, that was show. my first question is go like, how the hell are these people, you know, how does this league even function that they had some guy who's, you know, from fucking uh, Halifax, Pennsylvania, playing with someone from Puerto Rico in the Northwoods division on the Booyah, which is basically as far away from the Brewers as you could get if if you want to go play the major league. I mean, at least the timber rattlers are spitting distance, but these guys are disgusting. Anyway, so low-quality you know, baseball on a field that's made like my backyard. Do you I think, think that I, you could play on a – what is it? Whatever league this is, do you think you could you could pick up a bat and play with them? Ooh, no. From a, bat, a hitting perspective, no. But do I think I could play outfielder? Potentially. If I had – if I gave me a month – give me a month to truly train and get my sprints going – I played goalie, mm-hmm. so my hand-eye coordination is somewhat there enough. Where if, if if really like if I played the like the least trafficked, what is that? Uh, uh, right field or something like that, where nothing yeah. ever comes their way. You stick me in right field, you'd never know the difference. I look like half the North Division players, just a fat fucking sack <laughs> of shit who won't hang it up. I mean, that's kind of where we're at here. It's like yeah, if yeah, the G Triple yeah. L actually had fans, that's what it feels like. Well, they're they're like they're, they, these guys gotta have day jobs too. Right? Yeah, I mean, one of them's holding the toddler at third base and like fucking you know is wife's in the dugout breastfeeding it's it's honestly fucking disgusting so it's like a kind of a, a a good gig i mean also you get to chew sunflower seeds all day pretty awesome um and it's basically just like a three month long summer camp with the boys 
uh, and you know, no rent, no nothing, and you're out there hitting dingers all day. Yeah, and eating bubble gum. And six year olds don't know the difference. They think you're fucking. They yeah. think you're the goat. So they're like, they're they're mm-hmm. rooting for they're rooting for number fifteen. Literally, no number fifteen has thirty five thousand dollars in student loans, and you know, drives <laughs> a fucking Pinto. Dude, it's got to be better for you to actually just chew tobacco than it is to eat sunflower seeds all day long. Yes. Like the amount of <laughs> sodium that you consume and all the like, you know how like chapped your lips and your gums get after chewing seeds all day? Dude. Not to mention the, the those seeds scratching up your colon. You know what they should have yeah. done? <laughs> that, can't, that can't be good. You know what they should have done for like a fear factor challenge is who had to drink a jar full of baseball player spit. Just whatever they just the, there's oh. the, the viscosity of a baseball player's spit is was honestly it's it's honestly reaching cum levels of viscosity. It's <laughs> thick. It's like you know when people used yeah. to pin you down to the uh, the spit game where they drip a loogie and then suck it back up? Baseball players are permanently in loogie status. Like if you like can you imagine those guys giving a covid spit test they probably just like this they give it back dripping wet it's disgusting i hate baseball players and every time i get on this topic i go i get pretty hard on the podcast but it is what it is um yeah i'm not a huge fan they just look douchey douchey. and then like and then also i just i remember in high school being annoyed they're like baseball players butts in those pants i was like dude they literally those are church pants like my my fucking uncles and grandpas wear those to church on sunday they're not like they're not what do you mean baseball player butt in their pants quit you're just looking for something to be horny about they're like hockey players jerseys i'm like they're eight sizes too big shut up they have no teeth. They're wearing they're literally called sweaters out there. Yeah, and then every bait, they're like, mm, baseball players. It's like, ew, gross. They're like, they're literally like, they just walk on. They're like, I could put the uniform on and just stroll out there. And no one would be any the wiser as long as I just spit seven times on my way out there. It's disgusting. Yeah. Anyways. Jeez. So that's not even Jeez. where I was heading with this. Uh, number two is um, probably the, the mid-inning entertainment. If there was a way to get a gig where I was the person on the mic for that 24-7 always, I would jump at it in a heartbeat. Like those college kids, they have no respect for how funny they could be and how fun they could make that. But they just walk out there. It's like just, you know, just a girl like the concessions lady is trying to bang half the baseball players. So she's out there like, we've got Jonathan here. Jonathan is going to do the bag toss. And it's like we could make this so much funnier or more fun. But they don't <laughs> they don't show that there's no showmanship. And so that Let's leads me over. to. Yeah. No, they why well, kind of maybe I thought about just gra- give me the mic, you know, number three. um, these kids that they hire to run their inflatables, like, you know how every baseball place has the inflatable course or whatever, all the kids can go and just fucking get concussions, just CTE city. How, how fast did you pitch? What is it? Oh, yeah. How, yeah, 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 how, how, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how fast did you pitch? Oh, I didn't, I didn't do it. I should have, though. Um, no, anyways, I got my, I got the, I, I was accompanying, um, a, a somebody and I got them a wristband to go do it. And the little guy, and he's jumping around in there. And I realized that this like all of a sudden these kids tip this entire bounce house over. And so we're at the station next door. Right. And I'm waiting for my little guy to go and do his thing. And she just all of a sudden abandons post and just is like climbing up and like throwing kids down off the bed, like trying to stop the madness. <laughs> and then she never comes back. At all. <laughs> it's like, because it's one of those ones where the kids are in the little bungee suits where they run and then they get yanked back yeah. by the bungee cord. And I'm like, okay, that's fun, but you need someone there to help them get suited up. And she just left. So my little guy's just tied up in a fucking straight jacket on a bungee cord. And I go, I am not going to help you, dude. I went, you can just keep. So he just kept trying to run at me and getting yanked back. And I just like let him do it 15, 20 times. And then at one point, he got yanked back pretty hard. Some good whiplash. So then I was like, well, maybe we should, you know. Then I hopped up in there. But at the time, 
like eight seven year olds walked up to me they're like how old do you have to be to ride this i went do i like what what <laughs> i went i don't I'm know and then and then one of them goes i think you just have to be old enough and i went what does that even mean <laughs> you know they're they're pre-carnies yeah <laughs> yeah you're you're exactly right um and so whatever we got out of there but we go to the next one and it's one of those where like the kids go in and they disappear completely like there's you once they're in there's no eyes on you're kind of at a mercy and like you know that stench of feet that just comes out like little kid feet if i had to get i would rather drink a jar of baseball player spit than have to smell little kid feet in a concentrated area truthfully (laughs) I wanted to try jujitsu, but I couldn't get over the like the foot mat smell, and I hate feet. It's disgusting, dude, and it's just it's so ripe. And little kid feet are disgusting because they're just. Ugh, I, mean, I get sick thinking about it. Regardless, anyways, <laughs> it's one of those ones where the <laughs> where the kid goes in and disappears, and so he went in there, and it just sounded like bloody fucking murder in there. And at one point, I got a little peek around the corner, and there was this like a a a. a rubber not rubber like a inflatable like one inflatable pillar in the middle of this dark room and they were all taking turns drop kicking it i went one of you kids is gonna come out with no teeth like i watched the kid i was with jump off the wall then drop kick it and backflip on like like backflip into the wall and just land on his neck i went why (laughs) i should not be here right now um good old days yeah so really it's like but and then you look at the kid and i like looked at the guy like running it and by guy i mean he's like 12 years old with a little dirt stash and i went like are you are you in charge here and he was like huh and i was like don't huh me dude like this is your sole job you get a walkie-talkie and an orange t-shirt and this is you're gonna the best you can give me is huh i went go in there and get my fucking kid anyways (laughs) i hate baseball (laughs) yeah dude you got the the dollar dog two dollar beer night is about as good as you can get yeah. On, a, on a on a baseball day. That's yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. No, I I, I saw. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to retract any of my comments about like uh, there's certain times where going uh, to games is fun, yeah. but like this experience, as far as like the kids, I mean, really, you know, just not a not a top notch place uh, at all. But uh, you know, yeah. and they yeah. ran out of fucking French fries in the first inning. Are you kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? What are you what are you left with? Potato chips? They said you want to sub it for something? I went, I don't know your menu by heart. Do I get anything? And I was like, popcorn. And then I realized I was like, why did I just do that? And then I was like, oh God. Yeah. Oh, I hate it all. And he was, and also they don't accept cash. They're dude, Craig Spearcy, people are trying to get rid of cash. Mm-hmm. And uh so to go up there with a twenty a fresh crisp twenty and try to buy something, they go, I'm sorry, we only take credit or debit card. I go, Oh, so you're part of the authoritarian uh, hellscape that's coming for us, aren't you? I went, did you know that they're like, stuffing kids in wafer cabinets? And he goes, sir, sir, this is the concession stand. Please leave. I goes, dude, I went, yo, so you're one of those little baby... Ra- I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Sir, sir, I make seven seventy five an hour and I do not give a shit. He goes, I'm on work release from the county. I have to serve yeah, 752 more, more like chicken it. sandwiches until I get out and you are ruining mm-hmm. my day. And I go, hey, not my problem take my cash anyways sir, i don't know i don't know what pizza gate is sir yeah he goes <laughs> he goes sir i don't what uh what is it uh, uh what place in Sa- california sandy hook sandy he goes San- i go about? listen I, you you and all the crisis actors working here at the booyah just unbelievable <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, it's ridiculous <laughs> i well sorry jake texted me some talking points for today and i was just getting through them um let's get into <laughs> wine or shine nate can we get the music for that <laughs> 
It is time to mine or shine. All right. It's the Ooh. segment where Love we uh, uh, whine on things or shine on something that we liked. Uh, Matt, I would like you to go first. Oh, why well, thank you, chum. Uh, Nate, in the end of my segment, I'm going to need you to cue up a little special music. You know what I'm talking about. Because uh, right. I'm going to wind straight into a into a pitch here. Uh, and by that, I mean a uh, Halo pitch. Gotcha. Um, all right. I'm going to I'm gonna whine about something real quick. And uh, you guys are travelers and whatever else. And uh, I don't really stress about travel. And I know we've talked about this before. I'm a great flight buddy because we'll crack a beer at 8 o'clock in the morning. We'll get there some way or form. Doesn't really matter. Um, but I tell you what, the stress of traveling and the lead up to it, of getting all your work done and making sure everything else, sometimes is a little too crazy. Like I've been busting ass for the last like five days. It's all worth it. Like it's going to be great, but hot damn. It is a lot. You, you know, you could hire a, you could hire someone. I don't I know a guy who could help you with some of this stuff, but I, th- anyways, I'll let you get in touch with him if you want. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. That's um, my pitch. No. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to do a quick one. I was scrolling back through my pictures because I screenshot a lot of stuff just to like talk about. And I made banana bread the other day. Hell yeah. That's enough said. That's a shine. That is uh, a banana shine. bread is tight. Uh, and then this goes right into my last one, which is a wine. Um, cargo shorts. We talked about this like, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> Three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to name drop even though we don't name drop. Uh, Keaton, I'm oh. calling you out. You were wearing cargo shorts. And he mm-hmm. said... Quote, unquote, they had strings on the side so you could, like, tie them tighter, I think. Um, and it, it's not 2010 anymore. It's mm-hmm. not 2010. Um, but guess what, Keen? You can wear those cargo shorts whenever you want, as long as you sign up for the Patreon. Which brings me to my next point, which is a ceremony. Nate, hit Let's the music. Go. Let's go. Ladies and ladies, what a surprise. We called her out last week enough, and boom, she doubled down on this two-time tomato girl and setting up the rate by supporting us. I would like to introduce, nay, introduce the newest member of the society we call Patreon. Lake legend, also crossing the border into Minnesota, the newest member tomato family natalie blockus two-timer new times new times still playing yeah it'll uh, stop in a second (laughs) i I, usually hit 30 seconds on the dot don't worry i folded it down um anyways uh welcome natalie <laughs> welcome back shall i say welcome, welcome back to the back, fold. Indeed. Welcome, yeah welcome back to the family uh nate by the way your instagram post about the tuesday catch up being a family was top notch that was big brain that was big brain meme on this way i ain't got friends like a family and then i like the uh, avengers crossover Dude, this can't, is going way be. longer than 30 seconds i've turned it down on mine did you guys want to turn it down for you uh no. hold on let me, well, anyway, on the master the recording, it's turned down. So can you not hear me? It's I'm all just, good. Yeah. I'm just talking over Halo. There we go. Natalie, <laughs> Natalie <laughs> welcome back. Welcome home. Uh, it's good to have you back in the tomato people uh, place. Okay. Nate. Well, also, one comment here quick. Um, 
that and Keaton, you I mean you do you, baby, baby boy. You know, you, hey, yeah, you worry about stuff. Let those car. You go worry about making friends. Those cargo shorts will do. They'll hold all your stuff for you. That's my favorite meme <laughs> of all time. All your shit. Yeah, we, you just worry about making friends, buddy. We'll hang on to everything for you. I'm kidding. We love you, Keaton. All right, Nate, wine or shine. Um, I'm gonna do a couple quick shines. Uh, first shine is it is Shark Week. Um, if you want some shark content, go ahead and go watch it. It's pretty awesome. So far, I have watched William Shatner and the guy from that treasure show. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, they went and played with some sharks, and then also Jackass Shark Week. Pretty awesome. Um, the next shine it's about the billionaire bad boys taking over the the skies right now we got richard branson in space yesterday he took the the first uh space flight on virgin galactic and um he was up there you know up in zero gravity looking down on the earth and now um, he is now he is literally I, and metaphorically looking down on everybody. <laughs> and as much as I'd like to scorn the capitalist billionaire trillionaires who are, uh, you know, exploring the skies, somebody's going to have to do it. And the U.S. government clearly doesn't have the capability because they never went to the moon in the first place. And now we are finally <laughs> getting up into the stars. <laughs> and I'm super excited about it. Uh, so so um let's unpack this i would say this i agree the fact that it should be a shame on the government for sucking so bad at something they should have been doing routinely at this point if it's truly a priority Mm -hmm. the fact that a billionaire just threw some money at it and then bezos will be up there in seven days and they're gonna start sending the magic school bus up there shame on you it's not that hard, apparently, to get up there. We could have been doing it. So this is not a case of we didn't have the capabilities. It's the case of mismanaged funds and mismanaged efforts. Part two, if you have enough extra money that you're like, fuck it, I've done everything the money will allow me to do on Earth. I want to take a trip to space. You should be being taxed at 50%. I want you have, you have more money than you'll ever know what to do with. And guess what? One of those assholes, Bezos could clear student debt tomorrow and it wouldn't even fucking take a ficus off his porch. And instead he's like, you know what? We're going to do space travel next. So, you know, shame on them, but also shame on the government because this, we have the, we could do this, but instead we want to buy, you know, $2 trillion tanks from Oshkosh truck and send them over to Afghanistan to bomb little brown children. But hey, what are, hey, listen, Jake, I'm sorry that I had to say hey. that for you. This is the content he texted to you before the the show. Yeah, he, so um, sometimes I forget. I, I tell I tell you what, I'll I'll be having uh, Martini on the Moon with Jeffy B, Elon Musk, and Richard Branson in, in a decade. So I look forward to it. Um, and uh, tax me out the wazoo. Hopefully, yeah, but, I'll have yeah. uh, fuck you money enough. Oh, to, just think how light you would be on the moon. That's well. That's a great. That's a spin zone of a lifetime. <laughs> I'd finally be able to dunk. Yeah, truthfully, yeah. that could be. So that see, that's the next frontier. I don't want to be sitting uh, in a chair. Hey, listen, listen. You can go to fucking Six Flags and get a zero gravity ride. I want to go up there and have them. Oh, like I want it to be a big spaceship and I can go play basketball in like my, like mild gravity where I can like just absolutely have bounce. You know, that's a great. That's a money, money, money. If we're gonna get into this, uh, uh, if we're gonna get into zero this zero gravity basketball league, zero gravity, zero gravity arcade. 
If it's going to become oh, that commoditized, yeah. we buy the first real estate that's like basically like the, the International Space Station. We find the technology to modify gravity a little bit so that you can come play dodgeball, where the ball has enough weight that it throws like a regular dodgeball, but you still are light. And then basketball, kind of same darn thing. Like We just get into all these like anti-gravity sports all in space with uh, the floor of the gym being a view down of Earth. I don't know, man. How freaking dope would that be? You could have you could have a, a skyscraper that has no floors on it and just like people at like a, a whole bar just floating and you could you could be like, Oh, I'm going up two hundred feet to that bar, there's a whole party going on up there. You fly up there in your zero gravity, take a little pit stop, have a have a margarita or something like that, and then go down another hundred feet and like just float around this giant area that has, you know, walls of whatever you could do. You know, a little basketball hoop game, arcade games, whatever. You're ex- so this, so this, that is a better use of it than the thrill ride. Um, however, you're probably right where a billionaire will be the one to get us there. And also, sidebar, Nate, being rich enough to go on the touring is fine. Being rich enough to start international space tourism <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> that's that's not what I'm, I'm not. You know, listen, if you got the money, go do it. But I mean, to start it, yeah, that's a problem to me. The guy was selling books out of his fucking garage. Now he's designing space coasters. Does that not alarm anybody I, else? Yeah, it does. The um, you know how you can buy like stars and shit for people. I think we need to create mymoonplot.com, and we sell plots of land for when we start taking over bases. And in ten, fifteen years, when people go to claim their their spot, we are nowhere to be found. We cashed out, baby. That's a great. I was literally game. thinking that exact same idea, maybe forty-eight hours ago, when this whole Richard Branson thing was going down. Now, Bottom. How, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we make them feel like we have done the work to get them the plot of land on the moon? Like, what, what legal? Like, how can we? I don't care if it's illegal later. I care about making it look official enough now where it's like a recognized thing. Go, yeah, you, you own land on the moon. Oh. There are people who already sell um, plots on the on the moon, but basically all they say is that they have a lawyer, and when the time comes where you can you know claim your stake, and people will start taking over parts of the moon, you they they have a lawyer who will fight for you in whatever organization, um, will be taken care of the you know the moon split up or whatever. So, you're, so you're they, they don't actually sell you anything. They sell you a promise that since it's so irregulated right now or non-regulated now, they'll fight for you in the future. They sell you a legal battle in 20 plus, 30 plus years. So now I think we one up them with a space architect and we give them a full on blueprint of their land and like geo map of it. And then at the bottom, we have like a little better call saw lawyer kind of deal that, hey, we'll fight for you. But he's not going to be good. Okay. Okay. Hear me out. Oh, sorry, Nate. Go ahead. NFTs that are also tied to a a one by one uh, foot square on the moon, and it's a perfect like picture of that one by one section, and like maybe a three D or something like that. I don't know. That's not like that a lot. See, I was thinking if we're gonna go the architecture route, we say, hey, you can enter in a build your own plot, like build your own plot, and what we do is we go in and we just rip off the Sims completely. 
And we go, and we, <laughs> it's only the build mode where you can build a house. And we just like, we just slap our logo, mindmooplots.com, over everything that's supposed to be like Sims related. And that's like, they yeah. go, look, you can like really, you know, do this thing. And when the time comes, we will help you fight for the plot of land so you can try to build your dream home. But that's all in the fine print. And they just think like they are ready to rock and roll. I love it. I think we could, I think we can make 10 grand. Yeah. I think if we put our minds to it truthfully and we really like we got we got like, you know, some of our lawyer friends to draft up some fancy speak. I think we truthfully could sell a few grand in in mymoonplots.com. Yeah, I mean, why not? That'd be worth it. Nate, any other wine or shines? Nope, that's it. I uh I'm whining. My wine is about parents that don't teach their kids how to hold animals. Have you ever seen the way like a four and a four, or like even, I mean, honestly, even some like 10 year olds who just haven't been conditioned by their parents and they go to like a petting zoo and they like hold the animals by their necks or by their art, like their little hands. I was watching oh, these yeah. little this this little girl was just slapping a kitten on the head. She's like, good kitty. I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> stop it. And then one of the kids, this little, like, little boy, picked up a kitten by its arms. I was like, and Lucy just reached over and grabbed it. <laughs> we just took it. We're like, that's nah, going to stop now. And like the dad's just sitting there in his fucking NASCAR t-shirt, just like staring at his phone. Yeah. I went, hey, dude, like, I know you guys live on a farm where you shoot these things for fun, but Jesus Christ, there's other kids here. Um, but, you know, that's my, that's my wine. It's just parents who don't teach their kids how to handle animals in public um yeah that's it i have no other wine or shines my other my my shine though was uh uh dads who can party and that's because darno was just an absolute vibe on set on sunday took <laughs> he took a he took something that was cruising at like 15 miles an hour and he put us at 60 and it felt real good I love and that. Like just yeah good time and and also like there's something to be said about a socialite dad who can like come in and just lubricate the table with conversation he knows everybody he knows somebody who knows somebody or he can like chat it up that was i had so much damn fun for those three hours i left and i was like i could have listened to them play for three more hours i don't think my stomach <laughs> yeah i, I, I could have been there yeah is that nate talking to anna or talking to us i don't know to you hey man I'm trying. I'm trying to find a, a cord for my uh, my computer, but none of these uh, outlets in the house have the ground wire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm in the kitchen now. <laughs> I'm so confused. The Patreon's just it's just Nate from the clouds. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when a house is built in 1894. Oh, you have like no outlets like around. We they do, but none of them have like the the, the third prong, oh. the ground outlet. How do you get those? The, only certain rooms. Yeah. Is that something where you have to like do custom electrical to get that done or like is that just something you can fix on the fly? Uh you can fix it. They're just expensive. You you put a uh outlet in um that it's it's got the little reset button in it so that it doesn't have to be wired up but it'll still like trip it. So if like something shocks it'll like reset it so it like grounds itself. So you can do those but they're like 15 bucks a piece and like new outlets are like 50 cents. So pick your battle. Oh man. 15 that's that's that'll that'll break the bank man you can't, can't yeah well that. you got think of how many outlets you have in the house that's true a lot yeah, yeah. Got to, couldn't you stagger it what are the most high trafficked outlets let's think of this let's yeah think that's this, true that's you true. know that way do um, some staggering again another reason why you if you ever need help with these kind of things you know just a right hand man <laughs> for the low price of, yeah you know All my right. salary you know i'm in 
<laughs> just keeping, I don't know, just, hey, something to consider. <laughs> it's it's being considered. It's being considered. My other wine is life decisions. Is that not, does it, does it not feel like whenever you get a new opportunity or like a new something, it comes at the worst possible time? Where like, it's like everything collides mm-hmm. at once. You're like, man, could you not have asked me three months ago? Could this not have happened tomorrow? Like, or, you know, and it never feels at the yeah. end. And you have to sit there and pro con list your way into oblivion. And then you're like, well, you know, you just get you get kind of stuck. I've had that every time something big has happened. It always comes at the cost of something just as big. Oi, is that yeah? How, that's like, tough, chum. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, that's just a Dalton. That's a Dalton for sure. Like when you guys opened the brewery, Matt. Like, were you faced with that kind of trade off, or was this like you're like, fuck it, all the eggs are going in the basket. We're doing this thing. Like you didn't like you know there wasn't there wasn't some uh, monotonous corporate job waiting for you in the background if you decided you didn't do it. No, I was in a monotonous, uh, shitty job, like paid the bills. I had fun, whatever, but I knew it wasn't forever. And I was like, fuck, you can only do this once. So I went for it. All eggs in the basket. Yeah, I gotta do that. I just gotta do it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what else we got, fellas? We got to fill. What is this? 15 we can do, uh, stuff. people's people scored or money, 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 actually. And a money, money, money. Wow. All right. Money, 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 money. Oh, wait. Jump. Oh. Pause. Money. Money. Money, money, money. Oh, shit. Is it actually happening? Hang on. Nate, I'm going to need you to replay it because I definitely have Groovy yeah. muted because of the Halo incident. Oh, yeah. Oh, Unmute yeah, Groovy. Yeah. Hit it again. That's a fat baseline, by ready. the way. That is nice. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm ready for you. When you when you heard that that baseline come ripping across, you were like, "I am watching the uh, uh, what was the Donald Trump show?" Oh, yes. Apprentice. The Apprentice. The Apprentice. That was a hyped intro. That was. All right, let's make the people some money. What do you got for the Sharks? Let's do it. Hi there, this is Nate. You might know me from my previous business ventures like Home Alone, Who Pooped My Pants, and many others. Now, <laughs> let me pose a question. What's the worst thing about being alive? Working. Life, life decisions. That's right, <laughs> all of it. Um, now what if I told you I had a way to give you all the comfort of being dead without having to embrace the sweet kiss of death? I am introducing the Ultrapod Sleep Chamber. It's like a coffin for the living. (laughs) Air conditioning, light suppressing, HEPA air filter with oxygen being pumped in, background gray noise, and a perfectly molded memory foam, uh, like coffin sized thing for your body so you climb in this pod it's whatever temperature you set it at beautiful perfect oxygen getting pumped in there pitch dark is this feels a lot like a float tank but it's not it's like a bed it's a dry float Um, tank did you ever watch did you ever watch um oh fuck the uh the movie with the blue people um the smurfs avatar 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 (laughs) Uh, so in, in Avatar, they climb into this little pod, and yep. it's like perfectly molded to their body. 
for for when they go into the avatar body and yeah. uh that's kind of what this would be like but it would be you know sleek like apple design or something like that but you'd have this perfect mold of your body that you just lay in there and it'll rock you right to sleep and you're just sleeping though mm-hmm. just sleeping just sleeping but in like a coffin sized bed i guess would it be would larger sleep, than a would coffin sleep provide like would it be no. like better quality sleep than you get not in the coffin yeah you would it would be completely noise suppressant and um like in the case of a nuclear attack or uh bioweapons attack or something like that you'd be you'd have a hospital grade hepa filter and uh you know earthquake you could fall 10 stories with that thing you'd still be okay so it's really the safest way to sleep um how long did the air filter last uh, the, the comfiest uh two weeks uh, then so, we can also pump in some some like uh, sleeping air, some like uh, some uh, anesthesia, melatonin anesthesia air. on there. Yeah, some melatonin air, some anesthesia <laughs> air, and you could you can get knocked out for a week if you really wanted to. So 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 here I have two paths for this. One, love that idea for just like the sleeping aspect. Number two, I see this as like even a doomsday repellent almost, right? Like a world shattering event. Mm-hmm. You go, I'm getting in my pod, and you hit the button, and it puts you to sleep for two weeks. Could we have yeah, that's technology? That's actually a really good idea. Could we have technology that kind of turns down the amount of oxygen you need too for like the you know like when you're sleeping or whatever like it it monitors mm-hmm. that and keeps you sleep for two two three weeks so that at the end of that three weeks it opens up, you know, and then like boom you're mm-hmm. you know whatever happened if a building crumbled you're probably dead anyway but whatever like it's not a big deal but I'm saying yeah. like you know even a little hydraulic door that just opens up I don't know I Nate oh, tell yeah. you what I'm in pretty pretty freaking in on that. Now, nope. may I suggest a second product for years down the road, much less technologically advanced, but just as sweet? Sure. Uh, the other reason people want to embrace the sweet, sweet kiss of death is everyone wants to know what happens after they die. Not to their soul, mm. but I Ooh. want to know what people say about me when I'm dead. So introducing the BYOF or bring your own funeral, build your own funeral. So what this does <laughs> is you get in this coffin and it, basically makes you look dead like you are done you have your ears and you have like you you're not gonna be able to see but like there's i don't know we, we'll figure the technology out later is you a filter it gives you an open casket funeral and you get to watch the whole thing happen and then you get to see what people say about you it's like i mean it's now i can't promise what your friends will think about you after you pull off a fake funeral for yourself just to see what they'd say but you would know how people feel about you and that's an interesting thing mm-hmm. to think about I thought you were going to suggest that we just pump DMT into the air of the uh, the ultrapod sleep chamber so that people can really experience <laughs> feel, the feel other like side. When you die. Uh, do you guys remember that yeah. movie on Netflix? It was Into the Void or whatever, and it was like in the first five minutes of the movie, like the guy gets super high, but he smokes something he shouldn't smoke, and he gets in a scuffle in a bathroom and gets shot, and then he just zoom, 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 like the camera zooms out and he dies, and it just takes him through like. It was all it all happens in like five seconds real time, but the rest of the time he's just like on DMT, just fucking tripped out. Insane movie. Oh, dude, and that's do not I, know that movie. Yeah, Fritz, Fritz showed me <laughs> at one time when I was much too high, and I was like, "Can you just take me home?" I was like, "Please, <laughs> I just want to go home." Um, yeah, Is this Ice Age, the meltdown. Yeah, no, yeah, it was uh, Land Before Time <laughs> too three. <heavy>. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Nate, I, I am 100% in on the original idea for sure. Like your idea. I think your idea is, is banging for that. That's a, that's, that's where we're mm-hmm. at. I think with some slight, I think slight tweaking and different versions down the road, we can really get this thing, uh, you know, expanding all over the place. Yeah, perfect. I, 
I would agree. And when you back it with brands, um, especially with the guy behind, um, you know, who pooped my pants. Yeah, Home Alone. And, uh, yeah, Home Alone. I mean, like, how do you not back a product like this? I've got a track record for success. You're like Elon exactly. Musk. You just don't miss, man. You just, you just come out with just absolute <laughs> fire ideas. <laughs> well, perfect. Still... I'm glad to have you guys both in as customers and investors. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to provide whatever I can to get this, to get the needed capital to get this thing off the ground. <laughs> um, uh, let's do people's court. Hit the music, unless we have another money, money before I do any other. No, I, I was gonna try, but I, my brain was just uh, not firing on the uh, creative game. I was uh, in pack mode. Yeah, you've got pre-flight brain right now. You're, you're literally right now. Every minute that passes, you're thinking about another minute of sleep lost <laughs> before yeah. four a.m. The year is 2021. <laughs> A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. He rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. If you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right, Los Angeles, a maximum security prison, led locked in white only. Do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. <laughs> that is a jam, too. We got the best theme. Uh, you hitting it with the 2021. <laughs> so I cannot wait for December when you do, or like at the end of December, the, the first time I hear 2022. <laughs> well done, Nate. Uh, court is in uh, session. We're going to send people internet jail. What's going on? Um, so if you, um, are in the UFC world, you knew that, uh, Conor McGregor fought, uh, this guy, Justin Poirier on Saturday and put some respect on it. Dustin. Yeah. D Uh, of course. Yeah. Of course. The guy named Dustin does UFC, uh, whatever. Okay. Moving on. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) Conor McGregor lost in the first round by, rolling his ankle and breaking his ankle yeah, pretty badly. But uh, five minutes in, breaks his own foot. And um, I'm going to take him to Los Angeles. So uh, that brittle bone bitch is laying on the ground with a broken leg talking about his next fight. So he's already jabber-jawing with Dustin Poirier. And granted, it's all a show, and, uh, and, and it's as much of a elite mixed martial arts match as it is uh, as much showmanship as it is in the WWE. Correct. So Conor McGregor plays a critical role in the promotion of the the UFC, and everyone loves to hate him. Uh, He always plays the heel. You know, he he is the bad guy. He's the quintessential villain. And it makes it entertaining, but he's past his prime. Uh, He's past his peak. And I think that he should stop, uh, you know, promoting this and doing this just for the money because he's going to keep losing. He's pretty bad. I think I'm more apt to send him for being laying on the ground with a broken ankle like the guy in Monty Python just talking shit while he's like literally can't move. His ankle's facing the wrong mm-hmm. way. He's like, your wife sent me fucking DMs, Lottie. I was like, well, Jesus, yeah. dude. You just got, like you just broke your – you didn't even get hit. You bro- you took yourself out of the fight. Like 100% in agreement there. I, if I was Dustin, I would just walked over and just give him a, a good old one into the cage because what's he going to do, get up and chase yeah. you? I mean, really. Um mm-hmm. One thousand like the tenacious D. 
uh, come here, I'm going to stab you in the eyeballs. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> He's like, all right, then stay there. I'm going to wobble over to you. <laughs> Dude, that's where we're at. Uh, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very interested in what your suggested punishment is, if you've got one, for what this guy has going on. Uh, I think you should just have to train Noah um, and live in isolation, <laughs> no social media, no whiskey. Um, and just train Noah to be an elite fighter because we all know he's got that Mickey Mantle gene. And uh, if he put his mind to it, he could be the next uh, Francis Naganu. Okay, I like well, this. You're, you're gonna have to wean him off the whiskey, though. Can't just yeah, cut right. cold turkey him. He might die. Well, I think he has to train him drunk. I think that'd be funny too. Oh, sure. Now Noah drunk? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Noah stays sober. He's our he's our he's our sweet boy. Um. <laughs> Until Noah beats like you know the women's champion in mar- mixed martial arts, and you know Noah yeah. have like a moral dilemma about that, so Connor's gonna be in Los Angeles forever. Uh, I'll, I'll check in on Noah next week. I'll see what's up. Yeah, do that. Uh, part two punishment potentially. I want to do something like with his ankles. Like I want him to have to every day, like we ship in NBA players on their way to play on the East or West coast. And he has to just face their meanest crossover all day long. Like he has to play defense on them. I mean, and, and to, yeah, and there's really no end in sight. That's for the duration of his, like that's how his morning starts before he goes and trains Noah. Imagine how many rolled angles that guy gets. And he only gets to wear Converse, nothing else. No, like very low, low base shoes mm-hmm. with his mouth. Like, yeah, I agree with that. With his mouth taped shut the whole time. He has to train oh, Noah yeah. as a mute. <laughs> a drunk mute. Every time he speaks, every time he speaks, he gets <laughs> shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds good. He 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 chirps a lot. And my, my favorite part about this is Jake is a huge Conor McGregor fan. And he... Um, Jake, do you have to defend this? or? Okay, yeah. No, sounds I've got good. nothing. I hate Irish people. <laughs> Not as much as I hate black people, though. <laughs> Jesus, Jake. God. <laughs> I don't know why Jake sounds like the gingerbread man in Shrek, but he does. <laughs> well, oh, Jake, God. thanks for that addition. Oh, <laughs> he's a rascal. He's such a yeah, rascal. That Jake. Uh, all right. All in favor of uh, those two punishments, taking Connor into Los Angeles. Say aye. 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 All right. There we Random. go. Better. I, feel, I always feel Ooh. bad banging the gavel late at night because Lucy's sleeping right above me, and it sounds like someone knocks on the door. I'm sure that doesn't, you know, not her favorite thing. But it's, um, it's justice, Lucy. It's justice. Yeah. Listen, we're doing the people's work here. Um, all yeah. right. We've done it again. The stupid. The what is it? Brothers. Um, <laughs> brothers McMuffins and and Chum. The brothers. Ow. The brothers McMuffins and Chum have once again uh, carried you through a fine Tuesday without any of our other co-hosts. Dare I say it, is my dad going to be a co-host next week? It could happen. At this point, I'm not holding anything back at this point because Harley and Jake are just MIA completely. Mm -hmm. If they Um, can get their shit together, um, I'd love to have them back, but they're off twiddling their thumbs. I don't even know what they're doing. Twiddling their thumbs. I I will say, you know, in life, it is really hard to carve out one hour to talk to your friends via um, Zoom from anywhere in the planet. Um, and so, like, I understand where they're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. I hate you. 
<laughs> I will say from a true from uh, I, I feel like the the uh, the three of us I don't know but it's a good chunk of us that have like I have a very weird schedule where like I could record any day at any time but every night seems to be weird and then Sunday nights I'm just like I'm ready to chill and then I go oh yeah we have a podcast and then I go well how do we do it Monday <laughs> always like I always fuck future hating over because then my Mondays become I get off I go do like the volunteer shit and then I get home late and I'm like oh yeah we gotta record the podcast and I gotta do that and I'm like ah we should just do I should just do it Sunday and then we repeat the cycle over and over again um, yeah but that's the Tuesday you know catch up we'll, we'll learn sometime yeah all yeah, right Tuesday let's do it. final thoughts around the table uh Nate you want to kick it off uh hell yeah go Bucks good podcast uh Bucks are one and two right now in the series but they're gonna come back and win it and uh Jake or Jake and Harley haven't uh been on the podcast for a while so I want to see which one is through fan uh harley or jake first one to text me saying that they listen to this section specifically um i'll then know you five bucks <laughs> there wow. we go wow. um that's that's legit man matt the we got we got the true beef jerk and meat boys um in the podcast house the the brothers mcmuffins a chum you know it's another monday night late um i hope you enjoy your week uh, my final thoughts, Matt, enjoy your vacation. Excited to see you in person next week. Have fun in Kawa Wawo. You know, I bet even if we recorded another podcast this week, you'd find a way to be on it because you're dedicated. You're, oh, one, of the, you're the, one of the brothers yes. with muffins. Um, this was fun. Uh, d- you know, day drinking, also a good time. L- staff your baseball games better. Join the Patreon also. What are you guys doing? It's $3 a month. Yeah. That's so fucking cheap, you losers. You broke bitches. Jake told me to say that. Um, we're hoping <laughs> to have the full staff here next week. It'll we'll get we'll be having fun. I'm going to sleep now. This has been the Tuesday catch up, and you uh you're all caught up. One, two, Woo. three. He turned to me as if to say, "Hurry, boy, it's waiting there."